Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Shea butter and popcorn, the final season. Let's get it. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea butter and popcorn with Taj and Chos, season five, episode four. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and shows. This is where real life and cinema intersect. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels. I'm a singer, an actor, a blogger, a podcaster, and an all-around movie lover. And it's your girl, Tajiana, also known as Taj. Actress, director, also lover of Black stories, Black narratives, Black everything. Welcome or welcome back. It's all about the money. Yeah, money, money, money. Dollar dollar bills is it. Right. Movies about money, you guys, or content that at least discusses the upper echelons of the elitist attitudes of the one percent. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Don't get real up in here. <laughs> right? The one percent and the power that they may have on everyone else is Please, you can know. I have a crumb of your paycheck? <laughs> Can I have a mere crumb, which is probably at least $10,000? Can I have a crumb? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to make people want to watch when it's about that, when it's about money. Yeah. It can be kind of uncomfortable. You know, you have to be crafty to make it into something people want to consume at the end of the yeah. day. Because it's elitist. It's capitalism. You know, capitalism is what makes the world go round. But y'all know what I'm saying in the grand scheme of things. Come on. Because money is a taboo topic of discussion in art and in life. People don't really like publicly talking about politics, money, you know, how much money you make. It's weird borrowing money. It's the whole thing. So, oh, yeah, we getting kind of serious, but it'll be fun. We'll make it fun. Let's get into it. First up for me is Moneyball 2011, directed by Bennett Miller, and it's available on Amazon Prime with a budget of $50 million. Whew, 50 big ones. This film made $110.2 million. So, I think it broke even. I feel like they they went home with the with the with the uh, extra extra dinner and the. (laughs) I crafty. They got the pancake breakfast. They're good. Um. So you have Billy Bean, who uh, in the beginning, Billy Bean is played by Brad Pitt. He's clicking the radio on and off. This is the first scene in empty stands. When his team, you know, that he works for loses an away game. And it reminds me of the scene of my favorite movie of all time, of course, Funny Girl starring Barbara Streisand. When she hears the applause and mimics a machine gun and shoots the audience, which is also the first scene in the movie. She's like, and I was like, that is so interesting how I how it like kind of interplays with each other even though those are two very different movies very different genres i just thought it was cool um so i feel like i've mentioned this film before um but it's very good it's a true story 94 percent rating on rotten tomatoes 91 percent of google users enjoyed it you have billy bean of course brad pitt general manager of the oakland a's who one day has an epiphany baseball's conventional wisdom is all wrong faced with a very tight budget and obviously, it seems like a lot of money, but in terms of a national sports team, 
you know, and uh, big leagues, it's a very small budget. You know, the Oakland A's have. He has to reinvent his team by outsmarting the richer ball clubs. So he joins forces with Ivy League graduate Peter Brand, played by Jonah Hill. Bean prepares to challenge old school traditions. He recruits bargain bin players who are a lot cheaper, who the scouts have labeled as flawed, you know, not worthy of really doing much of anything, so we're not going to pay them. But they have game-winning potential, so it's all about the underdog, which is really, really good. I really like that. Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman, plays the general manager. This is based on the book by Michael Lewis, and Billy Bean himself got into Stanford but decided to be a professional baseball player, and, you know, his career kind of fizzled out, and you see why in the movie, but he ends up working behind the scenes. And, you know, it's all about making that money and I think it's funny because I think I liken it to how big corporations whether it's music business or acting studios will put a lot of money behind people they believe in and sometimes they can be short-sighted with people that um are a little bit of the underdog right or maybe it's like oh a lot of times with entertainment it's about the following but that doesn't mean that they don't have potential even if they don't have that big you know following right that was really interesting So next up for me is The White Lotus Limited Series, created, written, and directed by Mike White, available to stream on HBO Max. So this limited series received an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, 85% rating by Google users, featuring an ensemble cast including Murray Bartlett, Connie Britton, Jennifer Coolidge, Alexandra Daddario, Jake Lacey, Natasha Rothwell from Insecure, and Steve Zahn. The sixth episode first season focuses on the lives of the staff and guests at a tropical resort in Hawaii over the course of a week. It has received acclaim from critics. Um, oh, it actually does have a second season. That's right. In August 2021, the series was renewed for a second season. So it's going to tell the story of a different group of travelers during their stay at another White Lotus property. So very, very cool. Please check this out if you can. Um, you have... Uh, Murray Bartlett as Armand, who is the manager of the White Lotus Resort, who is also a recovering drug addict, who's been sober for five years. You have Connie Britton um, from Nashville, American Horror Story, and 911, of course, who's Nicole Mossbacher, a CFO of a search engine, and Mark's wife. Jennifer Coolidge is Tanya McQuad, a troubled woman whose mother recently died. Alexandra Daddario as Rachel, a journalist and newlywed to Shane. You had Fred. Uh, you have Fred uh, Heidinger as Quinn Mossbacher, Nicole and Mark's socially awkward son. Jake Lacey as Shane Patton, a real estate agent and Rachel's husband. Brittany O'Grady from uh, shows like Star um, as Paula, who's Olivia's friend from college. Natasha Wathwell plays uh, Belinda, the resort spa manager. Sydney Sweeney as Olivia Mossbacher. Nicole and Mark's. Uh, very sardonic daughter who's a college sophomore and Steve Zan is Nicole's husband who's dealing with the health crisis who plays Mark Mossbacher. I mean Molly Shannon is in here the list goes on and on and on right and what I enjoyed about this film was the way it used humor in desperate situations and times of uncertainty it was for real a black comedy kind of like Bernie I will say that and it fused like really good conversations about race colonization privileges of the super rich and how they live in like these pods with no regret about anything and um it's just timely it will make you mad though um it (laughs) 
has a mature adult rating. You'll see why. It's not for the faint of heart. The show has very intense scenes. So please watch. Give it a watch. Um, next up for me is The Grifters. You know, this would, actually, that would actually make a, a good example for like last week we talked about picking up and leaving The Grifters. But yeah, it fits for this too. It's all about money. 1990. Um, directed by Stephen Frears and produced by Martin Scorsese, available on HBO Max. 91% rating by Rotten Tomatoes, 79% rating by Google Users, and made $13.4 million at the box office. So you have Hard as Nails, Lily Dillon, played by Angelica Houston, Morticia Adams, who works as a swindler for a dangerous uh, bookie, Bobo, played by Pat Hingle, probably the only man she fears. Arriving in Los Angeles on business, she uh, looks up her son Roy, played by John Cusack, a small-time con artist, content with paltry sleight-of-hand cheats. His girlfriend Myra, played by Nett Benning, looks like an all-American type, but is a grifter looking to pull off another big-time con. Bum, bum, bum. The convergence of all the three hustlers inevitably means trouble for all of them, and it's horrible, and I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it's a twist. This movie will make you very, very sad. And angry that people think money is literally everything. Because they're grifters. And that's all that matters is money. So please watch Not the whispering. <laughs> so sick. Last but not least is Ransom 1996. Directed by Ron Howard. Available on Hulu, TBS, TNT. It's on cable. It's just on cable, y'all. Hulu, if you have the TBS edition or TNT, just it's on cable. I see it on cable all the time. So 75% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 87% of Google users enjoyed it. This is a suspense thriller that just won't quit, okay? A budget of $70 million, it made $309.5 million at the box office, which is really good for inflation if you think 96 was like, what, 25 years ago? So you have, through a life of hard work, airline owner Tom Mullen, played by Mel Gibson, has amassed a great deal of wealth. You know, he owns an airline. When a group of criminals want a piece of his cash, they kidnap his son, um, played by Brawley Nolte, for a $2 million ransom. Encouraged by his wife, played by Renee Russo, an FBI agent who helps him out, played by Delroy Lindo, Tom prepares to pay the money, but the ransom drop goes awry. Enraged, he decides to turn the tables on the kidnappers by making the ransom a bounty on their heads, which he announces on national television like he ain't got a bit of sense. Gary Sinise plays Detective Jimmy Shaker as well, and there's so many twists and turns and things that play in this film that you're going to feel like maybe you aren't seeing the whole picture, not going to give it away, although I feel like I can because this movie's almost 30 years old, but that's okay. Delroy Lindo is also British, who knew? So, yeah. Please watch that. I remember I heard Delroy speak with the accent. I was like, what the heck? Somebody lied to me. Who out here lying to me? I don't think I heard... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That is very interesting. <laughs> I was Whenever like, you find out an actor, like when you hear their accent and you're like, wow, did not know you were one of them. That's crazy. Please. British American. What? What? Every time. Anyway, those are my pictures this week, y'all. Taj, you'll know what yours are. Deception. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, we're going to talk about some money movies, starting off with one of my faves, Mad Money, Filmy, 2008. Um, I love comedy. I love comedy infused into um, other genres as well. Um, also love 
Queen Latifah. Um, there's also stars besides Queen Latifah, also Katie Holmes, also Diane Keaton, also Ted Danson, also Roger Cross, like, come on, cast. Anyways, um, so after uh, her husband loses his job, this housewife, Bridget Cardigan, um, is forced to take a job as a janitor who was played, you know, Diane uh, Keaton plays Bridget. Um, so she's forced to take a job as a janitor at the um, um, Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City, Missouri, um, spotting a weakness in the bank's security system. She knowsy. Bridget convinces her two new friends, Nina, quite, uh, played by Queen Latifah, and Jackie, Katie Holmes, to help her steal a fortune in worn out bills that have been earmarked for destruction. Um, this is insane. And it's very, very smart. Um, they had a $22 million budget and did $26.4 million at the box office. Eh. Um, so some broke even. Broke even? There you go. Yeah. Um, 22% at uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Dis- disappointing. 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. 84% of Google users like this movie. I'm not sure if they felt like the plot took or like the climax took too long to get there. I feel like there was a lot of like contextual stuff, but I think it was great. Um, I love the comedy infused in it. I love watching women being in powerful positions, being smart, looking at them just like, you know, just going for it in terms of like, just, I don't know. I just love badass characters. Like I just love when women are in powerful positions or when they're just like showing the world, like, yeah, I am smart. Yeah. I, I can do this. And it's like, you know, to be able to get away with like taking that much money respectively for like, you know, various reasons, like that's like totally awesome. Not, you know, we don't want to spoil the ending, but I think that that in itself is like super dope. <laughs> and I'm just saying that's like, that's crazy. Um, and then, yeah, the ending's just hilarious. Um, there, there's so many different comedic moments where I'm like, did they really just do that? A lot of outlandish things. Um, so I really, really appreciate this movie. I think it's super fun. Um, and just, you know, three different, very, very strong characters. So strong in terms of like, this one is more of the ditzy one. This one is the strategic one. This is the one who wants to take, you know, ownership over everything. Like super strong characters, you know, you knew who everybody, you know, what role everybody played. Um, and I, I just love that. So definitely go watch Mad Money. Um, next is... Oh my gosh. One of my favorite movies of all time. All about the Benjamins. It's in the name. Fine. Ice Cube and Mike Epps, of course, the dynamic duo. Um, This is 2002. It's a buddy action comedy film um, directed by Kevin Bray. Um, I just love, love, love the comedic, comedic timing of this movie. And just anything involving them too in general, but it's just so quotable. Um, once again, 30, 30% on Rotten Tomatoes don't understand. 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb, gross. 86% of Google users like this movie, though. Um, so when uh, Bounty Hunter, Bookham Jackson, played by Ice Cube, teams with the small-time con artist Reggie Wright, played by Mike Epps, that he is pursuing... 
In an attempt to locate a missing stash of diamonds and a lottery ticket worth millions of dollars, Bilkem and Reggie find themselves in a race to the finish as they embark on an unlikely partnership that should, when all is said and done, prove beneficial to them both. Um, I think it starts off already with a lot of like action because, you know, Ice Cube's character is trying to actually like get this con artist of like i want to arrest you and lock you up because you literally are not an honest person and then they end up going into partnership together which has its ups and downs and so i just think that like that's so very very interesting um and i think like the comedic timing once again like there's so many quotable um so many quotable um pieces of dialogue um and i feel like it's just like the action especially the early 2000s films of how they do different action scenes, different parts where they, you know, slow-mo, dog is chasing them, hop over the gate. Like, <laughs> it's just so, so funny. And I just love it. Like, I love the, my gosh, the one of the scenes with the, the, the uh, walking into the house, um, trying to find this old lady, seeing if the stash was there at the house, that whole fight scene, like, you know, once again, with the whole character arcs, like one is more ditzy than the other. Like, how did you, you know, you were supposed to get them. And it's like, I was, but what had happened was, and I just think like, it's just so funny. Um, what happened was. Right. See what had happened was, and then you have like this, you know, more calculated character, but then maybe the ditzy character comes in and it's like, I solved it. I found it. I saw him do this. And I just think that's just like a hilarious dynamic to like have, Um, So I feel like they did that pretty well. And like naturally Ice Cube and Mike Epps are so talented that like the performances that they're going to deliver are going to make you laugh anytime. Um, And so it's just like, it's just awesome. Um, So yeah, I, um, I love it. (laughs) I I just think that everybody should watch it. It's on voodoo. Um, And yeah, I think my family was just quoting when he's in the store he's like, cause I like potato chips, you know, the 50, 47. And I just like, like, you can just quote stuff out of this movie. So I love it. Please go um rent that and watch it because it's just amazing. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. Also, fun fact, produced by um Ice Cube as well. He has producer credit on there. Um, um also crediting his production company, Cube Vision Productions. So love that. Um, lastly, for today, for this week, you guys, you have to get into that new new or that recent new new um, Zola um, 2020 dark comedy, comedy drama. Um, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and 74% of Google users like this movie. Um, so... Um, this uh, Detroit waitress, Zola, is seduced into a weekend of stripping in Florida for some quick cash. But the trip becomes a sleepless 48-hour odyssey involving a nefarious friend, her pimp, and her idiot boyfriend. Once again, there's been, you can even see it in the trailer that they played, listen, befriending white women who may end up making you look stupid. Beware. <laughs> Not look stupid. Oh. Beware. Um, and I just think that um, it's, it's based, it's so funny because this is actually based on a viral Twitter thread. And I just think like, that's just hilarious. Um, 
And so um, it's just because uh, Isaiah Zola King is best known for a 2015 viral Twitter thread that is kind of like laugh out loud. Um, and I just think like that's just like so interesting. And like Twitter has a lot of like, I don't know, movie like things that can easily become movies. Um, and so I just think like, you know, you guys got to those of you be putting out, you know, stuff on Twitter, beware, because they are watching. People are literally watching. So, um, yeah, definitely go watch Zola. Um, I'm very, very excited for it. This type of, like, genre of film and also just, like, this style. Um, it only did $4.9 million at the box office. Once again, the ratings are a little bit higher, though. I think it's definitely a more of a refreshing, dynamic film. Um, for you know this past year and all that type of stuff so you know go watch it definitely definitely giving you know uh, vibes of the hustlers as well um mm. so you know you have female centered like film in terms of like you know that crime drama you know heist type of like situation um so same deal with the hustlers which is also um on hulu so 2019 film um, so right behind that one, um, which also has some higher ratings as well. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely go stream them if you can. Um, Zola is on YouTube for rent as well as Apple TV, Voodoo and Google Play. So, yeah, um, has stars my favorite as well. I forgot to mention Coleman Domingo, my favorite, my little favorite. Um, so, yeah, definitely go support um, go watch this A24 film. As you guys know, anything made by A24 is going to be very groovy. <laughs> so definitely go watch it. And those are my picks for the week. It's so good. So so much good stuff there too, you know? And I remember that viral Twitter thread and the fact that it's like a movie now is hot. Is that the one starring Taylor Page? Taylor Page. Um, is this Taylor Page? I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, it is Taylor Page. It is yeah, Taylor Page. it is her. Mm-hmm. That is yep. so crazy. It's like it's so pretty, now, but stripper edition. Oh, Taylor yeah. Page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, you gotta listen. Be careful. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Be careful. Yeah, I think it's in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Very cool. So thank you all for listening. Uh, Next week, we're going to be covering movies with the best slogans. And we're going to give our alternative titles to movies. So it'll Mm -hmm. be fun. So fun. Mm -hmm. It's our special called The ADs Have It. (laughs) I don't understand their references. They don't understand. It's like assistant directors or like, you know, people that were like, like runners. And it's fun stuff. It's, it's, it's film fun. It's film fun. It's, you know. (laughs) <laughs> only only film people will <laughs> right no everyone everyone please tune in this is for everybody you me everybody him her anyway she's <laughs> laughing she gets it rush hour three i'm kicking everybody's butt here i love i love, um, <laughs> I love him i hope he's having a good day I know. Follow us on Twitter at Shea Butter Pop and on Instagram at Shea Butter Popcorn or follow us individually. You can follow me at Chelsea J Music on Twitter or Instagram. And you can follow me at Tajana Okajuku on Instagram and at Tajana Tweets on Twitter. Yes. Stay up to date with us, you guys. Please follow the podcast. Follow us. Oh, do it. Please. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so Come on.
Come on, come on. You know you want to. Come on, come on. So much fun. I'm excited for next week. It's going to be great. Stay tuned. Please do. All righty. Well, I will hear from you all, and you'll hear from me next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Peace.